Baker Podcast Maker, the food podcast series where we get to know a little bit more about the foods people enjoy, from recipe favourites to biscuit chat. This episode of Butcher Baker Podcast Maker was originally recorded during a coronavirus lockdown. So, Heather, welcome to the podcast. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, yes, I'm Heather. I'm from Glasgow and I feel like I'm on blind date right now. Um, I basically spend most of my time when I'm not working hard for the money talking rubbish on Instagram and spending most of my time on my phone, which is why see every Monday when it flashes up on your phone, like your weekly screen time, it's shameful. It's absolutely (laughs) shameful. And I mean, part of a New Year's resolution was to try and make that come down a bit more. But nah, nah, we're in lockdown. What else are we going to do? Yeah, exactly. That's how I talk to people. Yeah. I mean, I love your talking stories. So if you're not doing that, you'll be like, where's she gone? <laughs> I know I hadn't done any for a while this week because um, I was just working and then having mild breakdowns. But um, i done one last night to show off my Miss Piggy makeup. I loved that. I've not tried any of it yet. I'm too scared to ruin it. Also, I don't really wear a lot of pink eyeshadow, so I'm going to need to do some experimentation. You should. I love a pink eyeshadow look. The crazier, the better, in my opinion. It looks lovely. Um, There's a really like proper, vibrant, bright pink in it that I'm very eager to try, but I don't want to look as if I've got like, conjunctivitis. So I'm going to need to try out. I'm going to need to try out some different looks. Before I post it on the grid, obviously. Yeah, I'll keep me updated. I shall. Okay, now on to some food questions. Okay. So what did you have for supper last night? Mm, See, I feel like I'm cheating with this one because I actually had a Chinese last night. I got a takeaway last night, given that it was a Friday. Yeah. And it'd been a very, very long week. So what did I get? I got salt and chilli chicken, rice curry sauce, prawn crackers. However, um, if you want to know the last dinner I actually cooked, I had a lovely pasta on Thursday. Oh. Mm, lovely chicken and chorizo. Lovely. Yeah, it was lovely. It was really, really nice. Not till it took my own horn, but Nigella should watch out. Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay, so what was your favourite kind of food while you were growing up? Um, do you know... I haven't really grown out of the food that I grew up eating. Like I would still happily have, I always have fish fingers in my freezer and I would happily have turkey dinosaurs every day of the week for dinner and I'm not even lying. I love that. Um, well, it was one of, I used to go to my grand's a lot for, um, for dinner and she would make, it was like, she called it a French bread pizza and it was basically like, I think she got it out of farm foods. It was basically like a baguette with pizza toppings on top. And um, I'd have that with chips. But I loved going to my granny's for dinner because when your dinner was in the oven, she would come through to the living room when you were watching Cartoon Network or whatever. She would come through to the living room and present you with a tree of tea and cakes and biscuits Amazing. while your dinner was in the oven. But that's that's what a granny's for. Because yeah. then I would get my pudding after my dinner as well. So it was it was a proper treat. Absolutely love that. I feel like I should do that now. <laughs> <laughs> See, now that I'm a grown-up, I'm like, I can have 
cake yeah. and biscuits before my dinner if I wanted to. But it's kind of ingrained into me that that's, that's a bad thing to do because you'll ruin your dinner. I mean, I just have biscuits whenever, really. So. Same, same. <laughs> it's a problem. Never a problem. <laughs> We're fine. We're good. We're all good. Okay, so what was your favourite restaurant or place to eat at while you were growing up? Mm, this one, um, what was it called? I can't remember the name of it now. It was called The Filling Station, um, and it used to be in town in Glasgow. Um, it's not there anymore. I think it's one of the world buffet-type places now. But it was basically like an American diner that we used to go to, Um and that was like a kind of go-to place for special occasions and stuff. But my brother was really young at the time and he was really, really fussy. So all he would eat would be chips and mayonnaise. And there was no, like, eat. There was absolutely no telling him to eat anything else. It was chips and mayonnaise and that was it. Or, you know, just a McDonald's. I've always enjoyed yeah. going to McDonald's. And I don't know if you'll remember, because I think you might be a few years younger than me, but McDonald's birthday parties... I I can't. I've never admitted <laughs> this. But I am deathly terrified of clowns. Same so, so am I. Ronald McDonald, no way. <laughs> Absolutely not. Out the door. You can't even get me in. No. <laughs> Yeah, I, I hate clowns. I absolutely hate clowns. Yeah. I've never had a McDonald's birthday party. Um not because I was never allowed one. I was just always happier with a party in the house. But I went to a fair few of them and it was, it was just, we, I've never understood a clown being like the mascot of a burger joint. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I never agree. made much sense. No. No. And he's just bloody creepy, isn't he? He is. I, I hate clowns. I've never watched any of the It films because oh, I just, neither. I can't stand clowns. No. But they're I, not fun. I don't understand why they're allowed at kids' parties because they're not fun. I even turned it off. I was watching an old Gogglebox because Gogglebox is entertaining. And mm -hmm. a scene from It came on. I turned the TV off. I was like, no. No. Can't not for it. me. <laughs> no, I can't either. <laughs> No, can't do it. I'm very okay. much with you. On to a nicer question when we're not talking about clowns. <laughs> <laughs> it's my own fault I brought it up. Um, so what is your current favourite kind of food? Oh, mm, see, I love, I love a pasta. I love mac and cheese. I adore mac and cheese. Although I do have a bit of an issue where I'm not celiac. I've got like I, I don't. I suppose it's like an intolerance to if I eat white bread, I get really, really bad cramp in my tummy. That's basically what it's like. It's like the worst cramp ever. But I love pasta and I love pizza. So if I know I'm going to be eating it, <laughs> this is pathetic. If I know I'm going to be eating it, I have to take preventative paracetamol. <laughs> So I know I can fully, I mean, I will still get a sore tummy, but it eases it slightly. But um, I'm very much here for a mac and cheese. I could eat that every day of the week, but I have to I have to ration it out. So I had it last week, so that's my quota for at least a good month or so. It's quite sad. <laughs> I just wish you could have macaroni cheese every week. 
I know what my friend was saying to me, have you not tried making it with brown pasta? Because yeah. if I have pasta, usually nine times out of ten, unless it is mac and cheese, I'll have the whole wheels, the whole whole meal stuff, or whole wheat stuff. Um, but I think if you're going to have mac and cheese, you need to just go all out. I need to just suffer. Controversial opinion. I prefer wholemeal pasta. So do I for everything else. Like if I make a pasta bake or something, it's always the brown pasta. Yeah. I, have. I just prefer the taste of it. But I think something like mac and cheese is so indulgent anyway that you need to just go the whole hog way, don't you? You can't be messing about with brown pasta and a mac and cheese. Great answer. I, I also love pasta. I have I mm-hmm. if I could have it every day I would. Yeah, I think there's a lot to be said for just a big bowl of plain pasta with butter. Yeah. Like melted butter through it. Oh. Or with Philadelphia. Oh, yes. 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 <laughs> you have up the stakes. Yeah. I think one of the best tips I've ever got, and I can't remember who told me, it may well have been Nigella, was um, if you're making pasta, the water has to be like like seawater, you need to put a lot of salt in it. Yeah. Um, so that was a good wee tip. I've always been like, oh, no, salt's bad for you. But it's not really. It's not. No, you have to season it. Otherwise, it's nowhere near as good as when you do. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that top tip there. Yes. Yes. <laughs> life hack. <laughs> life hack. I'll put that on the story. <laughs> this life hack. <laughs> season your pasta water. <laughs> Love that. Okay, so if we weren't in lockdown, mm-hmm. what is your current favourite place to eat at? Oh, no. In Glasgow, there's a lot of quite good or really good burger places, and I love a burger. Um, and one of my favourites is me and my friend Brian always go to this place. It's, it's called Burger, but it's spelled G, no, B R G R. So we call oh, yeah. it burger, um, and that's really good. And it's so reasonable. I think during the week a burger is like four pounds, and then chips are like a pound or two to add on. But oh my god, it's so tasty, and it comes wrapped, and it's kind of like I mean controversial yet brave opinion. I think it's a better version of Five Guys, and it's like less than half the price because it comes wrapped in the tin foil and you get your chips on the sides and it's it's so tasty they're on delivery in Uber Eats but they're quite expensive and I do like to support local businesses but I'm also quite skint most of the time so so I'll just wait until the restaurant opens up again well that sounds good I agree with you I mean this probably is controversial but I I do think Five Guys is overrated Big time, big time. The first time I went, it was the Covent Garden one in London. And I was like, oh, maybe it's just because I'm in London. Mm. that It's so expensive. But then it opened up in Glasgow and it was basically the same prices. And I'm like, it's a burger. Yeah. I mean, and the fact that it's just gets served to you in tinfoil, I'm like, there's absolutely no need to be paying about a tenner for this. Yeah. I mean, the best thing I've had from Five Guys is their milkshakes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And- I agree with that. I agree with that. The actual burgers, then nah. But the milkshakes, I'll take. Agreed. Glad we're on the same page. Okay, so what is your current favourite vegetable? Oh, I am very much a fan of spinach. 
I don't know if that's a controversial opinion. I agree. I think the reason I like it is because it tastes, to me, it tastes like nothing. So I put it in absolutely everything. Yeah. Because it wilts down so much, you don't even notice it, and I'm still getting the goodness of it. Yeah. Um, Taste-wise, I love broccoli. I live... Oh, I don't live for broccoli. That's the saddest thing I've ever said. But... But I do thoroughly enjoy broccoli and and sweet corn. I'm very much here for a sweet corn, I which am. I think is three quite controversial opinions because I know a lot of people that can't stand broccoli or sweet corn, but they're, they're, um, this is a broccoli and sweet corn stan account. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I agree with you on the broccoli and spinach, but I'm not the most... I'm not the biggest fan of sweet corn. I like it in things, but you know when it's mm-hmm. like a main part, I'm like, not sure. I can only eat the little what, like the little single niblets, as it you call them. I can't eat a corn on the cob. Can you not? No, I mean I think most of it is to do with the fact that I just make such a mess of myself that it's <laughs> a social faux pas for me to eat a corn in the cob in public. Um, but yeah, I don't know why. I just don't really like it on the cob. I just prefer it. Oh, fair enough. On the bowl. Okay, so this is a fun question, in my opinion, okay. obviously. What is your current favourite biscuit? <gasps> Always and forever, a Tunnock's caramel wafer. Yes, and why? It's incredible. Because, now, I feel very strongly about a caramel wafer, so do bear with while you yeah. visit my TED Talk. I think, because you think it's going to be really heavy because it's chunky, it's a yeah. chunky biscuit, but it's not because most of it is wafer, so it's actually really light. And what you have to do, and this is like the rules, they're not written, but they're my rules, is I, you know, you have a cup of tea, dunk one end in and bite that off, then dunk the other end in and bite that off and then just eat it as normal. But I do know people who do the dunk dunk and then suck it and they suck the tea through the biscuit, which I find quite perverted, but (laughs) (laughs) I would rather just eat it. I know people that do it with a Kit Kat as well, but I'm more of a dunk dunk and then eat like a normal person. I don't think I've ever heard that with a tonics bar. I've heard it with a Cadbury's finger. Mm-hmm. What, using it as the straw? Yeah, but I've never heard that with a tonics bar. I've heard wow. it with a Kit Kat and, um, what do you call those, a Time Out. Oh, yeah. But I think, I don't, a, a tonics wafer, it's girthy compared yeah. to the others. So that's, I don't, it's just a bit of a mouthful for me. I'm not for it. <laughs> Okay, so who is your current favourite chef? Mm, now, I have a lot of time for James Martin. Yeah. That's, I mean, if I was to pick a, my, my husband right now, I'd probably pick James Martin. Um, because I just, he just looks like he cooks a sensational Yorkshire pudding. You yeah. know, when you look at someone and you're like, I bet they do a great roast dinner. Yeah. Um, who else? I've got, I really, really like Gordon Ramsay. Only as a chef, I'm not mad keen on his new venture as a quiz show host. I don't know if you've seen that quiz show that he's hosting the now. No, I don't know about this. 
I I only seen a clip of it on Gogglebox and I couldn't make head nor tail of it. It looks like the most complicated thing. And like you're a chef, just stick stick to what you know. You've got enough money, Gordon Ramsay. You don't need to be hosting quiz shows. Like, um, give the job to a TV presenter who needs the money. He's so funny. I just... What was that? I was switching channels the other day and he was on the television carving a chicken blindfolded. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> it was great entertainment, though. Yes, he's, as a chef, I think he's very entertaining. I love, not Hell's Kitchen, what you call it? Ramsey's Kitchen Nightmares. Yeah. The too. American one. I binged that a lot during one of the many lockdowns that we've been in. Yeah. Um, and I really like the thing he does with Gino and Fred from First yeah. Days, the Rosette thing. I think that's really fun. Yeah. But yeah, just stick to the cooking. Don't do, don't do the quiz shows, Gordon. That's a top tip for me. What about your beloved Nigella? I do love Nigella. I do. She's, um, I mean, she reinvented the word microwave, didn't she? Microwave. A microwave. <laughs> I <laughs> do. I'm very much a fan of Nigella because she's very good at what she does. Yeah. And I think she would be a good laugh on a night out as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay, so... What was the last cookbook or recipe you enjoyed using? Do you know, I don't use a lot of recipes. I'll maybe like look up how to cook something and then I'll look up how to cook a sauce. Yeah. And then I'll do my own thing with it. I'll look up how to cook a pasta sauce, but then I'll add my own stuff to it. Um, cookbooks I like, but only to look at the pictures. Like I've, <laughs> I can't remember the last time. I, that made me sound like I can't read. But that's... I can't remember the last time I used a cookbook to actually cook from. Yeah. Like, I mostly just, like, I'll get them. Like, I, I love a good Nigella cookbook. Yeah. Because I just like to flick through and look at the stuff. And I'm like, oh, maybe I'll make that. Maybe I'll make that. But I never actually get around to making it. I just like to flick through them. Oh, it's well. quite cumbersome to cook from a cookbook, though, isn't it? Like, most of the time I just look up something on my phone. Yeah, I know what you mean. I I agree with you. I am a cookbook addict, though, so mm-hmm. I will always get a new one and then fold down the corners. I know that's a sin in some people's eyes. But <laughs> I go, you know what? I'm going to cook that next week or something. But yeah, I only really do that with a brand new one. Then I'll put it on the shelf. Then I'll, if I have a favourite, I'll go back mm-hmm. and cook it. But yeah, I dread the day when I eventually have to move out and not have the amazing amount of cookbooks that my mother has because there's so many that I use that I'll just be like, oh, where's that? I have to get them all myself. <laughs> I took so many to uni. I, I literally moved moved into uni and they were like, why do you have so many cookbooks? I was like, uh, can't tell you. Just No, I do. I, my mum has got loads my mum has got loads and loads and loads of cookbooks um she actually does cook from them she's she's not like me because she's not a massive fan of smartphones so (laughs) trying to get her to look up a recipe on her phone would be too much hassle so she's very happy to stick with a cookbook okay now for a controversial question oh which is your favorite ring on the hob 
right, hold on. Front, front left is my favourite on the hob. And why is that? Because I'm also a big fan of front right, but that's the smallest one, whereas front left is quite big, so it fits all pots and does all jobs. Although I think either that hob or my frying pan is a bit rickety. So when I try and make like a fried egg, for example, I put the pan on and then it sort of goes <laughs> like that. So it kind of tips up. So anything I try and put in the middle of the pan just kind of floats to the edge. So I probably just need to buy a new frying pan, to be honest with you. <laughs> I kind of find myself putting like a baking tray or something heavy to weigh it down to even it out. <laughs> Okay, now for the final meal questions. It's your okay. final meal ever. You have no boundaries on how much you can eat. What will you be having and why? So what will you be having for your starter or starters of choice? Okay, like I've, I have made notes on this, so just bear with me while I open them up because I was like, if I get asked this question, I'm just going to run a mock. So do bear with <laughs> while, I get, <laughs> while I open the notes up on my phone. Okay, so my starter would be... Can I have more than one? Yes. Okay. Number one, mozzarella sticks. Yeah. Love a mozzarella stick with a sweet chilli dip. Agreed. Number two, a haggis bonbon. (laughs) I love, obviously, being Scottish, I feel very strongly about a haggis, and I am never as patriotic as when I eat a haggis. Um, But a haggis bonbon, because it's just like a little ball so it's just enough and now what sauce would I have with that that would either be a kind of whiskey sauce or a peppercorn oh mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're pulling out the big guns here and my third choice would be pakora interesting yeah because pakora We'll say, I mean, this is quite a strange thing to say, given that it's an Indian dish, but I'm very much of the opinion you only get proper pakora in Glasgow. Really? Uh, it's different. I've had it different places, and I've had it even in even Edinburgh, which is an hour away. It looks more like an onion badgie, whereas the pakora that I have or we have in Glasgow, it's like spiky. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like there's more batter on it than yeah. stuff. So it's very spiky. And also we've got a really pink pakora sauce that I'm, I'm led to believe is just a Scottish thing. <laughs> like a bright pink pakora sauce. I don't even know what's in it. It's obviously like yogurt and something, but oh my God, it's so tasty. But I mean, if you want to have pakora properly, you need to have it in a polystyrene tree after a night out while you're waiting on your taxi. <laughs> Love that. Okay, what drink will you be having with your starters? Oh, um, oh, if I'm having different drinks, with my starter, I'll have a rosy wine, preferably the Kylie wine from Tesco. Is Kylie wine good? (gasps) Haven't tried it. Oh, my God, it's so good. It's annoying that you can only get it in Tesco because my nearest supermarket is Asda. So Um, I have to make a special trip or get an online delivery if I want the Kylie wine but oh my god it's so good okay. it's so good that this is the saddest thing I'm ever going to see right I saved the first bottle once I finished it I've still got it in my cupboard because I'm like I'm going to put a candle or something in that please do that please do that <laughs> I actually have a little you can't see it behind me but I actually have a little corner in my living room that I've got candles and um, a 
bottle with fairy lights in it and it's quite camp looking and I call it my Kylie corner. Love that. That That's the best thing I've heard today. <laughs> okay, so what will you be having for your main or mains of choice? Mm, my main would be, I think, now I love a starter and I love a dessert, but trying to think of like an actual main that I would have as a final meal was quite difficult, but I think it would be a proper roast dinner. Yeah. Probably more like a Christmas dinner. So what's on it? To be honest with you, it would have roast beef and ham. Yeah. Because at Christmas we do three meats. We have turkey, beef and ham. But for my final dinner, I'd leave off the turkey because I'm not a massive fan of it. Oh, fair enough. I find it a bit dry. Um, Pigs and blankets, roast potatoes that have to be crisp on the outside and fluffy in the middle. Yeah. And Yorkshire puddings and lashings of gravy. Sounds fantastic. Mm-hmm. I can picture My mouth is salivating. <laughs> it's the Yorkshire puddings. I haven't had a Yorkshire pudding for ages. I feel like that needs to be rectified. As it does. I may need to just go buy myself some. Yeah. Just to eat on a plate, not to make a roast dinner. Yeah. I think that Have is- you ever had a sweet Yorkshire pudding? No. Uh, this is a Nigella thing that I've seen. She made Yorkshire puddings, but then put like a dollop of ice cream in the Yorkshire pudding and then like chocolate sauce or something over it. I can't imagine how it would taste. In theory, it would just be like a pancake, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But I think, so- I don't know if your brain would accept it because it's just <laughs> so used to having Yorkshire pudding on a roast dinner. Yeah. Maybe yeah. we should try it. Yes, definitely. And <laughs> do a live where we try it. <laughs> that would be amazing. Okay, that's it. That's going to Okay, after this, we'll plan that. <laughs> I love that. And if that hasn't happened by the time this episode goes out, everyone hold me accountable. <laughs> An Instagram live to try ice cream and Yorkshire pudding. Yeah. I'm very much here for that. That's happening. Um, okay, so any other things added to the main? Any other mains? I don't think so because it would be so big a portion that I probably wouldn't need full. anything else. I can't get own so I can't get full. I mean, I would have a side of mac and cheese, but it would have to be my own mac and cheese. Yeah. Because I do think I make the best mac and cheese. And why is that? What do you do? Well, it's just your basic cheese sauce, but I add some black pepper, some Dijon mustard, some chilli flakes, because I add chilli flakes to absolutely everything that I eat. And I also put in possibly more cheese than you would ever think is necessary. And then I also top it with cheese and top it with breadcrumbs. Yes. Yes. You need the breadcrumbs. And it has to go under the grill or the oven until the cheese is like bubbling over the side. Agreed. I don't just want a bit of brown on top. I want it like evaporating. It's so hot. Yeah. Agreed. I think that's fantastic. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's your sides. Now mm-hmm. my favourite question. What are you having for your pudding of choice? Sticky pudding? toffee pudding. 
with custard or ice cream? Mm, see, I like both. I do like both, but if I have it with custard, the custard very much like the mac and cheese has to be so piping hot, it basically burns a blister on the roof of my mouth. <laughs> like custard isn't custard unless it's too hot to eat, in my opinion. I can't. I cannot deal with a cold custard. I cannot. And don't even start me on a lukewarm custard. It has to be piping. I feel very strongly about that. I don't know if you can tell. I can tell. I mean, <laughs> I have this conversation with so many people because I like the hot and cold, as in like a hot pudding with ice cream. And apparently mm-hmm. those people hate that. No, so- I do like it. I do quite like it. I, I like, do you know what I really like? See a hot chocolate fudge cake with ice cream. Yes. That's good. I like the hot and cold there. But sticky toffee, I think I would prefer the custard. But since it's my final meal, I might also have the hot chocolate fudge cake and ice cream. Yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what drink are you having? Oh, I forgot. What drink are you having with your main and with your pudding? Um, I would change it up for the wine. I'd have a double vodka and Diet Coke with lots of ice and a wedge of lime. And it has to be a double because a single just, I don't taste it. I may as well just get a soft drink. Or is it a home measure, which is a triple? (laughs) Oh my God, don't, honestly, see since (laughs) lockdown, a pub drink won't even touch the sides. For me, my home measures are diabolical. Yeah. My home measures are like the measures you get when you go abroad. And obviously the free pour. So it's like the glass is this and the spirit's up to here. And you've got that much left to put your spirit in or put your mixer in. <laughs> Love that. I do the same. <laughs> okay, so what drink are you having to finish the pudding course? Or is that your drink? I would just I'd get another vodka, to be honest with you. I don't want to be mixing wine and vodka too much because that is a lethal combination. Mm-hmm. That ends badly. So I'll stick with the vodka for now on. And will you be partaking in a cheese board? Absolutely. And what's on love a cheese board? board? Do you know, I, I'm not that fussy with cheese. I hate blue cheese. Me too. I can't do, I can't do a blue cheese. I love a really mature cheddar. I like a smoky cheese. Um, I like... I like some soft cheeses. I don't really like... Mm, I'm not a big fan of feta. I know that's quite controversial, but I can't really be bothered with that. Fair enough. But I, I'm very much here for a really, really smoky cheese on a cracker. Agreed. Mm-hmm. What kind of crackers? Are you specific or any? Yeah, I don't, I'm not that specific with a cracker. I like when we do our cheese board at Christmas, we'll have the oat cakes... But we'll also have, so you just like the big orange box you get of Jacob's crackers that has like every type of cracker in yeah. it you could ever possibly want. Yeah. And it's got two layers as well, which is more than anyone ever needs for any size of cheese board. <laughs> I would have one of those. Sounds fantastic. Mm-hmm. And what drink will you be having to end the meal? Oh, now, see, I'm not a coffee person, so there's no point in me having a coffee. So I'd probably, if you would, if you were to twist my arm, I would probably just have another vodka. That's amazing. Agreed. <laughs> Again, it has to be a double. Or a home measure. As we or said. a home measure. Just, I mean, at this point, it sounds like I'll just be drinking straight vodka. 
which there's nothing wrong with. No, sounds great. You can it. Exactly. I mean, it's my final meal. Yeah. If I'm not upside down underneath the table, then what is the point? Yes, I think so. <laughs> so, do you think that's everything to your final meal, or would you like to add anything else? I think I think that I might have another drink, but mm-hmm. apart from that, well, I mean, I could probably just stick with the vodka, but I might go for a cocktail. What cocktail? Uh, do you know, mm, I am very much a fan of a French martini. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Which, when I worked in the pub, that was a very popular cocktail, so my dad handed me them as well. But I'll tell you, can I tell you something? Yeah. Buy frozen pineapple and make a French martini slush. Oh. And then thank me later. That sounds amazing. Vodka, chambord, frozen pineapple, and then I just put it in my smoothie maker thing blender and oh my god it is to die for okay well if that's not my summer drink i don't know what will be yes oh my god try it it's oh it's so good anything okay so that's your final meal done thank you for sharing i loved every minute of it we have very similar food tastes by the sound And now for Biscuit of the Week. So what biscuits have you been eating this week and what do you rate them out of 10? You know what I've been eating a lot of this week? The sticky toffee hobnobs. I still haven't tried them. Well, I got them and some people were like, oh my God, they're amazing. And other people were like, oh, I was a bit underwhelmed. The first bite, I was like, this is just a hobnob. But then when you, the more you chew, the more you taste the toffee. And I am very much a fan. In fact, I bought another packet yesterday just so I don't run out, which I think is the sign of a good biscuit. And what do you rate out of 10? I would give them a solid... I'd give them a solid eight and a half out of 10, which I think is quite high. I've also been eating a lot of Oreos because I bought the double pack of the Lady Gaga Oreos out of Asda, thinking they would be like the American ones are, which they get the fancy orange and green special Lady Gaga Oreos. We get Lady Gaga packaging and just a normal plain Oreo. So now I'm stuck. I mean, I like an Oreo, but now I'm stuck with two full packets of them. I'm so, I don't know how we haven't talked about this sooner. I don't know. I completely did the same thing as you. I hadn't mm-hmm. seen the American ones yet, though. And I was like, right, this needs to happen. Gaga and Oreos are amazing. Mm-hmm. So, got them, opened the packet. These are normal Oreos. Mm-hmm. What's what? Why? I was very, I mean, I did still love the packaging, but I was very disappointed. Oh. And I. Very disappointed. Both, well, all three of us, me, you, and Kimberly, all bought mm-hmm. them under the false pretense that they're going to be any different. <laughs> we were taken in by the packaging. I was ranting. I was like, what? Wow. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we should have had the same as the US. Part of me maybe thinks we couldn't get the same as the US because probably so much artificial stuff in the US version because they're very vibrant orange and green. 
yeah. there's probably something in them that's illegal over here. <laughs> you know what Americans put in their food. Yes, yes, that makes more sense. Okay, I feel a bit mm. better now. Thank you for that. But we are still stuck with a load of Oreos to eat. <laughs> what do you rate the non-fancy Oreos out of 10? Just, I mean, ordinarily I'd give an Oreo a, about a 7 out of 10 because I feel they kind of get stuck in your teeth. Yeah. But given the disappointment of these Oreos when I opened them up, I'd give them about a 4. <laughs> Packaging for Lady Gaga Oreos, though, 10 out of 10. Yes, agreed. Love that. Also love that we're both annoyed by that. I... <laughs> we're both absolutely <laughs> raging. <laughs> I took at least half an hour to be like, that's it. I... <laughs> <laughs> You're just sitting there staring at a plain Oreo. <laughs> absolutely fuming. I never thought I could be angry at an Oreo. <laughs> It wasn't until I was like, because I'd already seen the American ones, but for some reason I didn't think about it when I opened them up. And then it was when I got tagged on the thing on Instagram. Yeah. From Kimberly. And she was like, We've got the, we don't have the American ones. I was like, Neither we do. Why have we got these plain Oreos? I was absolutely raging. I said to Kimberly, can you tweet them and get us some justice? <laughs> we haven't heard that. That would be a good idea. We haven't heard back yet. Rude. Mm. Rude. I wonder if you would, I mean, she's probably got more press in Mars now, but I wonder what would happen yeah. if you tweeted Lady Gaga. <laughs> uh, okay, for another time, we'll just yes. tweet yeah. Lady Gaga. Okay, well, thank you for your biscuit choices. I loved that. You're welcome. Do you have any local food businesses you would like to give a shout out to? Oh, um, well, there's always my beloved burger, also known yeah. as burger. But obviously, I have to call it burger. <laughs> um, that's amazing. There's also an amazing um, churro place in Glasgow that's called Loop and Scoop. And oh, my God, it does the best churros ever. So you get you can choose what you want. They do either the loop and scoop, which is a really big round Oreo with a tub of ice cream. So it's your loop and your scoop. Um, or you can get stuffed churros or you can get little just normal ones to dip. But apart from that, they do the best hot chocolate ever. You've completely sold me. I now need to try It's it. stunning. It's, and they are also on Uber Eats or Deliveroo or whatever. Um, so I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to get some delivery churros and hot chocolate. After this? Although the hot chocolate will probably be cold by the time it gets to me, so maybe I'll just get the churros. Yeah, I think you should, 100%. Mm-hmm. They I don't think, I, don't, I never say that, right? You're meant to say churros, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I'm too common to say it properly. <laughs> Any other places, or are you good with those two? Um... I think that's the only one. I mean, I could give a shout out to my local Chinese. <laughs> but <laughs> I think they get enough of my business. I don't think they necessarily <laughs> need, need a shout out. Love that. Maybe if I shouted them out, they'd eventually sponsor me and I could just get a free takeaway all the time. That would be amazing. <laughs> Can you imagine? If you work for them, like if you're, I think if you're a delivery driver or on the phones... 
you get a free takeaway every night. But I, oh, can you imagine? You'd, literally, <laughs> I would be on one of the Channel 5 documentaries about needing a crane to get out of the house. <laughs> That's make me laugh. <laughs> okay, so where can people find you? Um, I am usually on the Instagram, which is at I am Heather H1. Annoyingly, I had to add the one on because someone had already took I am Heather H because that's my Twitter as well, just the normal I am Heather H. And obviously for my brand, I wanted everything the same, but it wasn't to be for Instagram. I've looked up the actual I am Heather H on Instagram and she last posted in 2013. So I think I should just get her handle. I'll fight her for it. Yeah, I think you should. Mm Mm-hmm. But yes, I am Heather H1 and you can find me talking a whole lot of rubbish on stories usually and, it's and posting fire selfies on the grid. Yes, I was going to say that next. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, I hardly ever post selfies, but I always post food. So, I mean, that's my You brand. do, you do. <laughs> I, actually, before we started this, I was watching your cookie reel. Oh, really? Yes, because I would love to be able to do more baking, but it's just, A, I love myself, so if I bake, there's no one else to eat it except me, and I also, it's, it's baking's too much of a science for me. With cooking, I can just chuck everything in and it's fine, whereas you need to be a bit more precise with the whole baking thing. I love baking. My yeah. I am addicted to sugar, but... <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It's been so fun. You're so welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I was very excited. It's been so fun. We'll definitely have you on again. I mean, oh, holy shit. We've got our live. We've got our live to try Yorkshire pudding and ice cream. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, well, that's coming up soon if it hasn't already that's- happened. <laughs> on instagram for that watch out watch out for the the live trial of a nigella classic (laughs) well thanks so much bye bye thank you how fun was that episode with Heather? I really hope you enjoyed it. It was so hilarious at times, especially when we ranted about the um Lady Gaga Oreos. (laughs) Anyway I hope you're having a lovely day whilst you're listening to this and if you haven't already and you would like to, why not subscribe to Butcher Baker Podcast Maker on your podcast listening platform. Thanks! If you would like to know more about Heather, why not follow her on Instagram for those infamous Instagram stories. They're so fun. If you have enjoyed this episode and you would like to hear more about the podcast and see a little bit of behind the scenes, why not follow Butcher Baker Podcast Maker on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter? If you would just like to follow on Instagram, that would be absolutely lovely too. If you are listening to this episode on Apple Podcasts, why not leave a review? You can leave a review of uh, however many stars you wish to give and a little comment because that would be lovely and then it helps other people find out about the podcast. Listening back to this episode whilst I edited it, I realise we have not done our Instagram live yet. So if that hasn't happened by the time I have already forgotten again, 
because that's a that's a thing that happens a lot. Um, please DM me, and if you'd like to see it, why not tune in? I'm sure I will um, promote it, and you'll see it. Hopefully, that would be so funny, and I will make Nigella proud. Anyway, I hope you're having a lovely day whilst you're listening to this. Thank you so, so much for listening to Butcher Baker Podcast Maker. It really, really means the world to me. And with that, I'll leave you in peace. So, bye! Baker Podcast Maker, the food podcast series where we get to know a little bit more about the foods people enjoy, from recipe favourites to biscuit chat.